I'm Father Ralph, and you're in the Red Room. Tonight, we're going to hear from Robert Klein, Jack Kellicat, and Michael Mitchell, sophomores and mullet wearers. Later, we'll hear from Aiden Tompkins, Stead sophomore and comedian. That's no joke. All of this is happening in the Red Room in this special edition of the Red Room Snowmageddon 2022. Tonight, I'm joined by my host, Nate McKeon. All of this is happening in the Red Room. Nate! Father Ralph, Snowmageddon indeed. It is. Us. It is. Snow day. Snow day, How about snow that? day. Read all about it, folks. Classes canceled. School shut down. But you know what? Yes. They can't keep the Red Room from, from recording. Today. No, it's you red know? hot in here. Exactly. Red hot. Yeah. yeah. It's not shutting down. It's snow's just... melting in here. Exactly. You know, it's what's so funny is someone said to me, you know, kids were like coming to me, are we going to have a snow day? Are we going to have a snow day? And I said, well, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. And I was thinking all along, we'll probably find out the morning of. You yeah. Know, we'll wait to the very last minute. Mm-hmm. But I kept, it didn't stop me from going around last night and spreading rumors. <laughs> and so, like what? So the kids would say, I would see the kids and I would say, hey, did you hear about classes tomorrow? And they're like, what? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you heard something about Oh, classes. I must have. Oh, oh, sorry. I don't know anything. <laughs> That's good. So, Nothing to rile them up like that. So what did you find out that you had a snow day? Uh, I found out this morning when they sent out the email. Um, yeah, at I was five forty-two a.m. Exactly, and I was up for it. Trust me, you know. Oh you yes. Know, oh, I was definitely up for it. Mm. Um, legal scholar that you are. Exactly, uh, and I, I couldn't help but think immediately of back in my. I, I was a member of the class of twenty seventeen here in undergrad, and I think it was the winter of twenty fourteen, my freshman year. We had a cold snap polar vortex thing where I think it was about forty below zero, and they gave us a half day off. I think, and so. Um, just a sign that uh, the times are changing. I think we were made of sterner stuff back then. That's right. Yeah, perhaps. I think. Yeah, perhaps. I hate so. to be the old man waving his fist at the sky, but uh, hey, now I get to enjoy both. Yeah, now, Father. What about you? Well, you know, I knew that we had a snow day because I didn't hear any clanking in the gym. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> there was no one doing the early morning workout, so I could sleep. Perfect. Now, if you don't know, our listeners don't know, my room is closest to the gym, and. We have a crawl space, so there's it's not like there's some there's nothing underneath, and so those reverberations go right down into my room, mm-hmm. so I can hear every pound that's dropped <laughs> on the ground, and so it wasn't clanging this morning, so I said, "Oh my gosh, we must have a snow day," yeah. and I rolled over and kept sleeping. Perfect. That's the perfect way to start snow day. It is. It is, and there's a lot of kids who are hoping for a second snow day. Yeah, that could be a real treat, because, I think, for them. Because we're, we're in for a real snow job here. I mean, it's... An SJ. Yeah. An SJ. You know, it, we're going to get anywhere from 10 to 20 inches of snow over two days. Yeah. I, we haven't even... I think, at least today, is the lighter end of it. The lighter it's end, It's supposed yeah. to get uh, even worse tonight, yeah. so it only so, makes sense. So what I found out is the dining halls are open. Thank goodness. And they're really not cleaning the sidewalk, so you're really staying mm. in. I found out that the huddle is open. Father Terry ventured over there early in the morning because he had, you know, he hadn't prepared, and so he went to go get some milk. (laughs) Last night, huddle milk is precious. I went to the Martins, and it was like a madhouse. I bet. I'm sure it was was, insane. Yeah, people stocking up. Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon, and Rec Sports is open till 9 p.m. Wow. They have enough. Yeah, they have have enough student workers on campus to keep it open. So which is great. Wow, they're making a lot of facilities open for us. Yeah, they are. Campus is a good place to be. But I think I think really what it is is just a day to cuddle up with Netflix, amen, or whatever platform you want, and just binge watch. Yes, whatever you want. Yeah, it's too it's too rough outside. Just stay inside. Stay inside. Record a podcast. Listen to a podcast. Whatever you want. Exactly. And speaking of podcasts. Our podcast is now on iTunes. No kidding. Yes. Hot dog. How about oh, us? Break open the champagne. That's right, folks. Joe yeah. Rogan, eat your heart out. Yeah. So Here we're, we come. So now we're on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. We're taking a bite out of that. Wow. Album. Just when you thought this couldn't get any bigger. It's, the tidal wave carries on. In the, wor- in the words of President Fritz Schoenhut, it's huge. <laughs> huge. Um, now, I have to tip my hat to a young freshman, Nikolai uh, Eagleton. Why is that? Uh, because he helped get us over that last hurdle with Apple. Is that so? Yeah, last night. And he says, you know, he came in here, he fumbled around, did whatever he needed to do, worked the magic. And he said to me, okay, we're all set. It should take in maybe three to five days. Well, 
Within 20 minutes, we were approved. Wow. So he's he's he knows what he's doing. Nikolai. He's, yeah. yeah. We should probably pay him when, or something. When you got a problem, you go to Nikolai. That's right. Mm-hmm. Nikolai, That's, he'll get yeah. you sorted. So, folks, you can now find us on iTunes. If it's easier for you to connect with us, go to iTunes Podcast and type in In the Red Room. You'll see the same icon. You'll see the same uh, great logo. Um and you'll hear the same great stories. It's that easy, folks. It's that easy. We are bringing it to you. That's right. You know what else is being brought to us? <laughs> What's that? Shocking story coming out of Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. Oh, that sleepy little town? That sleepy little town. Well, there was a riot there. No kidding. Over yeah. what? Uh, it was a riot at the local Golden Corral. Okay. So there was Yes. There was a rumor that there was a shortage of steak. Oh boy! And I, folks, you can go online and you can find this. And uh, it was it, it was just a madhouse. A riot <laughs> broke out, and um, you know, and it all started when someone jumped the line, and then Ooh. there was a shortage of steak. Well, that'll happen when you got line cutters like that. That'll, you know, that'll upset some folks. You, you, you know, what is wrong with America? <laughs> I don't know. I, what is wrong with America? We're short well, a little bit of steak. And- well, yeah, you could go boncos. But what is wrong? We all know that if you're trying to stretch your restaurant dollar, you go to Olive Garden. That's right. What are we? What are, what are these folks even doing in a Golden Corral? I, I, I have to assume Ben Salem has an Olive Garden. Yeah. And so, you know, they're wasting their time at the Golden Corral in the first place. <laughs> Because they can get anything they want and more at the Olive Garden. And it's better. It's so much better. And when you're yeah. there, you're family. Because, and you don't riot. Yeah, you're clearly. Riots, families don't riot. It's not my kind of family at the Golden Corral. No, no, no. So I asked, you know, I asked the staff here, the Stead staff, mm-hmm. uh, what what would cause a riot at, the, at one of the Notre Dame dining halls? Oh, great question. So... So I'm going to ask you for your thoughts, mm-hmm. but here's what our some of our guys said. Um, so there would be a riot on the level of the riot at the Golden Corral at Ben Salem if the dining hall staff told John DeLayla to take normal portions. <laughs> He's another member of our staff. That's right. Uh, there would be a riot at the dining hall if the staff ever served real steak. Oh, yeah, that's very true. John DeLayla says there would be a riot if the staff ever got rid of the omelet bar. Ooh, I think that's a valid one. Yes. And Alec Liss said there would be a riot if they got rid of the burger station. Ooh, also fair. Yes. You know, yeah, I think, um, are there any more? Any more responses from uh, the staff? No. You know, I, if there, to... there are, but I can't say Of them. course, yeah. We can't. <laughs> this can't be on the airwaves. This has to be a little but... decorum. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would, I would take it back. I think it was the 80s. Where there was there were student riots, well not riots, but student protests when they tried to take away certain cereals from the dining hall. Mm. Um, I, I I heard the stories from my mom uh, that back in the day that happened and the students organized, unionized, and they got their uh, the cereal back. Well, so so who knows? Maybe that could even spark a riot here. Yeah, I mean it, it sounds like we're living in one big powder keg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but we actually did have the closest thing to a riot uh, in two thousand nine. When student activities, um, you know, they, they, they serve those hot dogs. Remember what are they called? Uh, quarter dogs? Quarter dogs at midnight. Every night you That's can go right. over to La Fortune yes. and get quarter dogs for a quarter. Mm-hmm. That's a well, yeah, what a deal. In 2009, they tried to change it to 35 cents. Oh, brother. And people went bonkos. Uh, well, rightfully so. Yeah, a quarter dog can't be worth thirty five cents. You know, what, no, what and not, no, a quarter I, and a dime dog. <laughs> I don't think so. Q&A? Well. That, that is close as we came to riot. That's right. Well, thank it's, God, calmer heads prevail. Yes, I hope we don't have our golden corral moment here. No. <laughs> so, so how's everything going in your world? Oh, it's going well, Father. You know, uh, as as you know, uh, Kristen, my fiance, and I have been just going through the motions of wedding planning. We're oh. locking down a lot of things. Wow. We're looking for a band. We're trying to figure out, you know. Uh, menu, song, that sort of stuff. Well, you know, I know that that's tough. Oh, it is. It's really tough. It's really time-consuming, isn't it? It sure is, Father, yeah. You know, contacting them, playing phone tag, mm-hmm. doing these emails. Stuff. Yeah. You know, I know your active lifestyle. You do. And yeah. I know you're, you're academic, too. Yeah, that's you know, you, well. you're, yeah, you're, yeah. And then you're trying to throw in a third ball to juggle. 
This wedding plan, that's yeah, tough. Romance. Isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, something exciting and new. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I would say is that I can help. Oh, really? You know, let me help you. I appreciate it. I welcome any assistance, Father. Please. You know, I've Power. never, well, I, you know, I'm, I, I, I've never planned a wedding, but I've been to a lot of weddings and I've that's seen right. a lot of weddings. I've seen the, the trends and what's in, what's out. I was just, you know, um, at a wedding, you know, on January 6th. Um, and uh, uh, Maggie and Jay Mathis down there in Atlanta, hot Atlanta in the the ATL. And what they did at the reception was they did their dance, first couple's dance first. So I think I could help out in that. And, Mm. you know, music. I could choose the music for you. You I mean, there's something like, you know. Great musical taste, yeah. So I could help you there. And I have some selections. I'd love to hear them, Father. I think our listeners would, too. What do you you got? First dance. Well, you can't go wrong with Tina Turner. No, you never can. Or, or, is, or who who sings it? Uh, I want to dance with somebody. No, oh, it's Whitney exactly. Houston. Yeah, it's Whitney Houston. Yeah, Whitney Whitney Houston. I, I'll take. I want that. to dance with somebody. Yeah, and who else do I want to dance with but my new bride? Yeah. You know? All right. Well, that, we'll add that that's one. That's a good list. one. Oh. You know, that's a you can't go wrong with that one. No. That's a that's a. It's a crowd pleaser too. That's right. It's everybody on their feet. And and maybe maybe you could do something like um, uh, you know, another song like you know something from the. Uh, the 60s, I think it was Fifth Dimension. It might be a, re- a song about drugs, or drug references, but <laughs> everyone seemed to like it. It was Up, Up, and Away in My Wonderful Balloon. That's right, okay. We can that. fly. Yeah, come on, that's a good one. You know? Yeah, exactly. Kind of capturing we'll your the, rising yes, spirits. Yes, yeah. You know, look like these two young people flying, you know, to the moon. What drug is more powerful than love? That's right. So, I, I think Whitney maybe. sang a song about that, too. <laughs> But how about this one? Here's a dark horse. Oh, what happens it. if we didn't go for a song, but instead we went for a theme song from a sitcom? Okay, I'm listening. How about the theme from the Love Boat? <laughs> oh, I, love. I had a feeling you were going to say something do. exciting and new. Love <laughs> won't hurt anymore. It's well, an op- it's a smile on a friendly shore. You know, it flo- hey, floats back to you. <laughs> I'm it's all love. Climb aboard the love boat. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I think, I'll just run these by Kristen. I feel like she might want all three, actually. Well, you know what? We can do that. So, you know? Wow, yeah. you, that was a surprise. Well, I was going to say, don't worry. I can come up with a selection. I'll get back to you. But <laughs> we'll take more. You, so all back three. back a thousand so far. <laughs> so if you want to just curate our entire playlist, we'll, uh, we'll contact a, a band, and uh, we'll just let them know what set we want to do. No. So that's perfect, Father. Thank well, you. Well, I think we should take a pause right now and let's go to one of our field reporters and hear about the weather, where he's at. Okay, now we go out to our reporter in the field, Chris Scott, who's going to tell us about the weather, where he's at. Chris! All right, thanks, Father Ralph. Well, the weather in D.C. is looking pretty good today. I'm downtown in the Foggy Bottom slash West End area, and it looks like it's... Uh... Mostly sunny. Um, I believe it's in the mid-40s, so it's warmer than it's been lately, and so it's a good opportunity to go out there and go for a walk and get some sunshine. Wow. Excellent. Things are looking up in the foggy bottom. That's right. Anything but bottom. Back to you. Okay, now we'll head out to another field reporter, Josh Gambardella, and he's going to tell us about the weather where he's at. Josh, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Father Ralph. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here in the Red Room. We are in lovely and right now very white Long Island, New York. It's cold. We've got about a foot of snow over the weekend. But, you know, that's not stopping me. I'm still outside in my shorts, you know. But, hey, uh, there's a cold front coming in towards the end of the week, so it's going to get a little chillier. But uh, on a, in a more important note, I believe in Ethel Willis in uh New Hyde Park, Long Island, turned 112 today. Oh, Ethel. wow. Very nice. Oh, Ethel, all the best to Ethel. All the best to my Stead's family. Go, gentlemen. Father Ralph, back to you. Thank you so much, Josh. Stay warm. And now we go out to another field reporter, none other than Pat Dignan. Pat, tell us about the weather where you're at. Hey, it's Pat Dignan here in San Francisco. Uh, just like in South Bend from the sounds of it. Teachers also do not want to work. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And how's the weather? (laughs) The weather's okay. A little bit better than it is in South Bend. All right. Well, that was most enlightening. (laughs) Thank you, Pat. 
Okay, our first guests tonight are none other than Robert Klein of California, Michael Mitchell of Georgia, and Jack Kelly. Cat. Calcat. There you go, from Florida. <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it. Do you? Do you of really? Course. All right. Okay. okay. It sounds convincing. We'll take it. Okay, I'll take it. Now, Nate, look here. All of these three sophomores hate malaria. Oh, I can tell. Yeah. Our, our, our listeners can't, but folks, if you were here, you would see big mobs of flopsy hair. Well, with one of them has a hat on trying to hide it, but you can't because it's blowing you out can't. on the sides. Um, now, you know they just don't like malaria. Oh, but, yeah. And I know you want to get mullets, but how do you know you're ready to get your mullet? You see, Father, that's the thing. You don't need to get ready when you're born ready. Oh, oh, whoa. <laughs> I like, I like that. that. Yeah. That's a great response. I'm a firm believer in the fact that every man at one point in his life needs to have a mullet, and we just ha- so happen to have a cause to do so. Um, we hate malaria. I was born ready to be here. Let's get these mullets going. You know what? I like that a lot because you know what? You know what, Nate? It reminds me, you know, like, you know, it punching your man card. I think when you fix a tire. Absolutely. When you shave, yes. Yep. When you park a boat, yep. Ooh, yeah. I did that that's, last that's summer. That's a good one. No right there. Yeah, big fan of parking. Like parking a yacht? Par- well, it was <laughs> all- I mean, that's that's. So <laughs> in Nebraska, anything is <laughs> a yacht. Okay, in rubber digging and getting a mullet. That's right. That is that's punching your that man. Totally card. is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. And now wow. we just found a way to kind of funnel that, you know, into a good channel. cause. Yes, yes. Channel, channel it. Channel that energy for a great thing. cause. Yeah, take it down. We're taking down malaria. Are you, how do you know you're ready, Jack? I, I know I'm ready. You know, I've been putting in the work all uh, semester, all <laughs> year long, <laughs> trying to get the, the flow growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just really feels like now's the time that we need to put all this work into actually supporting a cause. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just feels like the, the perfect moment to, to get okay. it going. Now, i got to ask, are you juicing? Are you doing vitamin D? Oh, we're, we're doing Ooh, vitamin yeah. D. We're doing the multivitamin. <laughs> you know, we're... we're we're cleaning it at night, you know, Special trying to get all exactly yeah. Oh, strengthen yeah. it, enrich. That's exactly. good. Wow. Moisturize. Yeah, I know I'm ready. I'm gonna take a different. I'm gonna take a different approach. My hair just can't get wood anymore. It can't you know? get. It's too thick. It's too thick. You know what, folks? You can't see this, but he looks like some little kid from Louis the Sixteenth's Corey. He looks like like a little Louis the Dauphin. The Dauphin. <laughs> Your hair, your head just can't take it anymore. I get in the shower. It takes about five minutes for it to get away. <laughs> he doesn't even feel the water on his scalp. It's, it's, it's like a hood. Your helmet. It is going everywhere. It right gives now. a new meaning to helmet hair. Yeah. <laughs> Very <Sorry>. true. <laughs> now, guys, tell us, how did you decide to get mullets? Was it a product of groupthink? The group think of room 418, perhaps? Well, uh, that's right. You, Kyle Bass, our mom's commissioner, your other roommate, has also let his hair grow out. That's right. Yeah, was this individual choice, or was this like, you know, positive peer influence? I think for the most part, uh, it was individual choice. Uh, Last year, we all saw ourselves um, in a new reflection that we weren't that we weren't used to. We we all four of us um, took it upon ourselves to grow the the best possible molds that we could, and we we wanted to repeat that, and so. Um, being that all four of us live together, we thought that there was no better um, expression of our love for St. Edwards Hall than for one room, four guys, four mullets. Indeed. Wow. It's difficult for anyone to re- you know, repel mullet power of that magnitude. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. This is my Admiral Act. <laughs> and by the way, it was on last night. No kidding. It was, yeah. Talk, yes, talk about a snow day. That's a yes. treat. That's a treat. Yes. Wow. We'll get more it's into a, that later. It's a treat, not a trap. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> well said. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think the, the biggest thing is it was individual choice. You know, we all have that individual commitment. Um, but kind of as Robert was talking to, it's just kind of a breeding ground in 418 for, you know, mullet prominence and uh, a good head of hair. Yeah. Uh, a real environment conducive to this sort of uh, right. hair growing. Yes. And so, yes. 
Very excited to, to see the results. Indeed, a very gentlemanly endeavor. Of course. It's like a greenhouse in there. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> okay, Dauphin. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, sorry. I think there was some positive peer influence, too. You know, there were moments of weakness. Mm. I, thought, I thought, I can't let the roommates down. Wow. You so know? tell us about That's one good. of those moments. Was it when you were back home at St. Simon yeah, Island? When I, get, when I get back home, it gets humid. Yeah. And the hair just poofs. Yeah. You know, it was this big. It about yeah. doubles. Civilians <laughs> run. They yeah, yeah. point and run. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that thing? <laughs> That's right. So there was, oh, there was some, some little trying moments. Trying moments, but I couldn't. I, couldn't I see. Well, well, good for you. What's a journey without a little struggle? You That's know, good. You know, I like this. Room 418. Four heads of hair. One heart, one exactly. soul, one cause. It's the fellow. It's the fellowship of the follicle. That's exactly <laughs> you know. <laughs> the other story that J.R.R. Tolkien <laughs> did not <laughs> never write published. about. <laughs> yes, it's over there it's somewhere. His diaries. It's diaries. Okay, I gotta ask guys: Have you gotten a mullet before, Robert? Uh yes. 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 Okay. All right. That's great. You know what I want to say is that last year I got my first mullet, and you know it was harder than I thought, Nate. How so? How was it challenging, brother? Well, split ends and knots. Oh, brother. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, when I would try to comb my hair, it's like, oh, that, that hurt. You know, like, ouch. You broke a couple combs. No, I did. Now I understand why kids wear so many hats around here. Mm. But I got to ask you, what have been some of the challenges in growing a mullet out? I think I'd have to say something that I just was not anticipating was... Uh, some f- a frozen head of hair. Mm. Oh. You know, you hop out the shower in the morning, you get on your class, you head to North Dining Hall for the fine dining experience mm, that yeah. is breakfast. Oh, and good legs. Hard <laughs> Those powdered eggs are so good. <laughs> and so nutritious, good. too. And, nutritious, <laughs> and you, you feel, and you go up there, and you comb through it, and you hear crunch. And you, and you just don't understand it until you're there. <laughs> you hear and crunch. I'd have to say that that's been my biggest obstacle in this process is... Uh, that, that frozen head of hair, that wow. frozen lettuce. Wow. You, know, you just got to move past wow. it. So the Captain Crunch is not just in your bowl. No, it's on it's the head. It's also in right. the crunches yeah. on your head. Wow. Absolutely. Starting your day right. That's I right. Guess. With a crunch. With a crunch. Yeah, I'm actually going to go the complete opposite route. Um, my problem is when my hair is dry. So Ooh. as 418, we're not only training for, you know, mullet prominence and mullet dominance, um, you know, all for a great cause, but we're also working on the holy half. Uh, looking, oh, wow. uh, oh, get wow. a little cardiovascular activity in as well. Is this a 418 endeavor? Exactly. Everyone, exactly. Oh my smokes. gosh! God. So they do it all. Yeah. So my problem, you know, I'm hitting the treadmill because it's a little too cold for my Florida self bit. outside. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and I'm running, and I haven't worked up the sweat yet. So all these dry little bristles of hair, especially when it was a little bit shorter, are just poking me in the eyes. And oh now my gosh. I could wear a hat, but like days like yesterday, or for when I forgot the hat, you know, I'm just out of luck. But once you kind of get that sweat going, then you're all good. You got it all slicked back, looking exactly. the long flow. And, Aerodynamic. You know, people walking into the gym, I make sure to select that first treadmill so they see, you know, this big head of hair and they know what's yeah. coming. They know exactly what they're working with. Exactly. Smart. You, wow. You know, I, I was going to say, that's just I, the air going through that mullet, oh, you know. No feeling yeah. like it. Wow. Mm-hmm. The power and the glory. Exactly. It's as aerodynamic as a, as a Toyota Camry. Exactly. Probably, That's right. You know? If only I could park a boat with it. <laughs> Soon enough. You know, I would say my greatest struggle. You know, about two months ago, mm. I realized that you know, with my old with my old hairdo, I I wasn't able to see anymore. You know. You couldn't see. And it was it was straight in my eyes. Over the eyes. And you know, if I was trying to play basketball or another sport, oh, you know, I'd be running around. Had to lo- you had to do a lot of head shaking like this. Head flinging. Oh, that hurts. You know, it, it was harder on the neck. Yeah. And you know, I realized that I had to change my hairdo. You know, so instead of doing a side a side part, I decided to adopt the mid part. The middle so, part. Oh, I see. So you go. So you're going right down. Right down. That's the right down the center. Wow. I think that's called the butt cut. It's. <laughs> Right down Broadway. I see the crack. It's yes. nice. Yes. It's making a comeback. It's making a the comeback. Part, and this, I mean, you're leading the charge. This southerner is leading the charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. Now, you know, I can see the hair getting in the eyes actually might not be a bad thing in the classroom. You know, you could nap uh, yeah. without the, the professor yes. catching you. Yeah. Who needs to see the stupid board anyways? You know? <laughs> Let's Who needs that? Exactly. Yeah. Who needs school? But you, know, you know, when I was getting a mullet, it was actually like a defense mechanism. Because <laughs> you could throw your hair over if you didn't want to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. And then someone was talking, you'd have to take your hands and part your hair like, oh, are you talking to me? Oh, let, me let me draw the curtains here for That's you. That's right. <laughs> it was called hair forward. Now, now i got to ask, Nate, uh, if you were going to get a mullet, 
which you're not, because I'm looking at your hair right now. I'm trying. I haven't gotten it cut since before Christmas. It just stopped growing. Well, Jack can help you out. You know, Please. throw yeah, some vitamin I need D. Need some stuff. of the supplements you get. But yeah. if, if you were getting a mullet, what would you what would you want your mullet to send as a message to others? I think akin to a tuxedo T-shirt, I'd want it to say, "I'm formal, but I'm here to party." Mm. As well, you know, yes. approachable yet refined. Ah, uh, about, I see. What about you, Father? What message do you want your mullet to send out? Well, I, you know, I I think I called mine a prairie schooner, but you know That's what? Right. I don't wait. I don't want to get. Wait, wait, hold up. I want. What, what are let's these? these let's, what are yeah, you yeah, guys' yeah. messages? What do you want to say? Let's start with you, oh, Michael. I, what What's your message? What do you want to say? I want mine to uh, tell Malaria to back off. I like wow. that. You read my mind. Yes. Back off. I got three C's for you. Ooh. A cause. I wanted to demonstrate, you know, St. Edward's men are committed to a cause. I want it to demonstrate care mm. because not only do we have a cause, but we really care about that yes. cause. You care for the and, hair. And thirdly, I want to demonstrate commitment. Yes. You know, this is a, a long process, an arduous process, really trying to get this flow going. And so I wanted to demonstrate, you know, care, cause, and commitment. So can't spell mullet without the three C's. Exactly. No, I like that. There's, I see there's some Star Wars reference there. I see C3JK. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. C3PO's yep. distant cyborg relation. Mm-hmm. Harry, brother. <laughs> I don't think I can say anything, uh, put anything in a better way than Jack just did, but I think I want my mullet to just give the message that... To, to quote the great Billy Ray Cyrus, mm. St. Oh, Edward's wow. Hall is all about the business in the front and the party in the back. Wow. Oh, wow. That's oh, perfect. my God. Uh, qu- uh, quote, <laughs> quoting a modern peripatetic. That's right. Um, wow. A philosopher for all times. I, I really like that. I like those messages. Yeah. Those are strong messages. Yeah, indeed. Malaria is shaking in its boots. It better be. Now, the mullet is a hairstyle that many think is is simple, but it's not. Isn't that right, Father? No. It, you're definitely right. It, it, you know, you... you you got to show commitment, and you know what else? It really is a reflection. It's a lifestyle. It is. That's you know, you right. got to get mullet friends. You got to dress, you know, a little down, and it just says like, "Hey, I can help, but I'm a little laid back." It's very true. Yeah, it impacts lifestyle. Um, so, do you guys think that after the commitment given here, you'll keep your mullet? After Ryan Johnson, our mullet commissioner, gives the word to demobilize because you've embraced the look and lifestyle of the mullet. Absolutely. I think the mullet is here to stay. I would have to say that a full year of growth on this head of hair cannot be cut down as quick as we're going to raise this money. So I think that this mullet needs to have some longevity and live beyond what many may say should just be its life. I like that. You know, it was a sad day. When I cut my mullet off. Absolutely. And I went to this this haircut. Mm. And I felt as if I had lost a friend. <laughs> I like that. I, that resonates. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, what feels better than, you know, walking to class, walking to wherever you're going and just feeling the wind go down, rush down the sides? Yes. Like, how could true. you not want that? So, I yeah. Uh, there's my answer right there. So, you're keeping it for a little longer. Okay. Excellent. You know, I'll be giving a presentation in my mullet, so I'll be presenting <laughs> to fellow teachers and peers with my glorious mullet in yeah. all in all its glory. You, so you is it, it's like it's you're saying accept me for who I am. Yes. Pretty much, he's crossing the Rubicon. He is. He's throwing it down. Yeah, there is. There's no turning back. Exactly. From, no wow, turning back. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's commitment. Now you know I you know let's talk about the elephant in the room here. Oh right, good point, Father. I'm glad you brought that up. Now. I want to hear from you guys. Is it conditioner before shampoo or shampoo before conditioner? Uh, no, Nate. I think that's a red herring. Oh. That's another question, right. but I want to focus we'll on this later. more important question. Jack, we'll start with you. Um, what does your mom think about your mullet? Does she want you to have it or does she want you to cut it off? So it's interesting that you ask that because she hates the long hair, but the mullet, you know, she understands, A, ah. the, you know, that cause, care, concern, commitment. All, all those C's that you can get. Yeah. And also, she loves a you know a nice groomed look. And what's more yeah. groomed than a nice mullet? Very true. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Michael. You know, my mom has only asked me to get a haircut every time she's seen me for the past three months. Oh, that's so all? Okay. Only, only that much. Oh. <laughs> so she's in full support then. Full that's support. That's great. 
I don't think my mom has had a, uh, a negative word to say about the mullet. I think that she is a full supporter growing up back in the 80s. I don't oh, think yeah. that yes. right, right. a mullet would would beg a negative stare. I think that she is in full support. Well, good. Excellent. Good. I, I'm, not, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, because usually you know, you know, parents are like, ah, oh, what are you doing? You know, having my child get this Christmas card, mullet. You know, now they can get mullet friends. And, I was know, telling Robert this morning, my dad even uh, wore one back in the day. So if anything, there he's go. like paying proud, You know, yes. apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Precisely, you, you that's know, my son. What's out is now in. Yeah, you know, it's always it's a circle. Okay, we have to la- ask one last question. Today, today during this snowmageddon, you have a snow day. Let, t- tell us, when did you find out about your snow day, and are you enjoying it? And this is amazing, because we got three Southerners here. Very true. I'd have to say that this snow day has to be the best snow day of my life. Really? Not only has it been the first, <laughs> but it has been the best. I learned this morning at the crisp hour of 8.30 a.m. of the fact that we were having a snow day, and then our room, 418 just erupted in... Laughter and applause as we knew that today was going to be a good day. Ah, yes. Huzzah. Huzzah, indeed. I, the only statement I'd change about Roberts is today I felt not only would be a good day, I thought it would be a great day. Oh. nothing that beats a snow day, let alone a first snow day. Yeah. Two wow. firsts. Two firsts. This is not my first snow day. Really? Whoa. But Whoa, says the no, Georgian kid. The Georgian Last snow day we had, I don't even think it reached 32 degrees. It didn't well, snow. Those Georgians. Wow, those, those little peaches down there. Yeah. <laughs> they were a little bit over-concerned because it was one of the nicest days of the winter. Wow. And we canceled school. So I think this mm. snow day tops that one. I see. Yeah. I Out of an abundance of caution, they shut yeah, down. That's right. It didn't reach <laughs> freezing. Out of abundance <laughs> of caution. But you're enjoying it nevertheless. It's amazing. Well, fantastic. That is great. And thank you, gentlemen, for coming down. Thank you for being committed. Thank you for donating your follicles to the cause. Because you know what? We're going to kick malaria to the curb again. That's right. There we go. You're here. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nate, don't you like those three guys? Oh, absolutely. Robert, Michael, and Jack. Jack Calla, whatever his name is, but you just can't keep those 418 boys down. No, you can't. You know what? And they're going to do great this mullet. Uh, yeah. This mullet uh, yeah. against malaria. It's very yeah. encouraging stuff. I like it, it is. It, boy, it just warms your heart on a cold, snowy day. It sure does, Father. Yes. But you know what else we need? We need more. We need laughter on this day. Yes. And I want to welcome none other than Aiden Tompkins to the Red Room. Welcome, Aiden. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Oh, well. wow. 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 okay. okay. <laughs> I see it's going to be like That's one of those okay. interviews. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to draw it out. Okay. I think we're doing better. I, I, you know what? I'm doing great. Me too. You know? You know, it's a snow day. Yeah. It's beautiful outside, and we're here in the cozy red room. It's That's really right. It couldn't get any better. Oh, it will, but <laughs> not now. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I got to ask, Nate, continually surprise me. And this Stetsman, Aiden is no different. Aiden, tell us, how did you get into comedy? Um, so, for the club fair, I kind of just went and was looking around for things to do. I wasn't totally sure what I wanted to sign up for. Um, and there was a club that their table was a complete mess. They had a microphone. <laughs> uh, and we were just saying random things of people walking by. And I was like, what do these guys do? And it was stand-up comedy club. Uh, and it was something I really enjoy watching, so it was something I thought about trying out. Mm-hmm. And I just decided to sign up, and I went to a few meetings and thought it would be fun to try out. Wow. So you couldn't resist an open mic. <laughs> it was, right. you know, like, you know, bugs attracted to a light of <laughs> exactly. night. Boom. It just drove in right there. Here's that static, and he yeah. comes running. There, he, he came running. He was there. your joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Father, he may be doing comedy, but I want to know, Aiden. How'd you get to be funny? Does it run in the family? Do you go to some sort of comedy, funny school? What, do they, what is yeah, it? Did they give you funny pills yeah, or something? <laughs> Nature or nurture is what we want to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, honestly. It's just, I honestly don't think I'm a super funny person if you're just hanging out with me. Uh, I wasn't sure. Every time I go up, I'm like, we'll see how this goes. You know, I'm never really sure how it's going to go over. 
but uh, I don't know. It's just a fun thing to do. Um, my dad certainly thinks he's a comedian. Uh, there we go. There's uh, one one point for genetics. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, something I really want to try out. I think that's about it. Do you have calling? Yeah. Do you have like a joke calendar? You know, do you, no. you know, like a joke a day? <laughs> no, not that's nothing good. like that. Okay. No when you said joke calendar, I thought you meant you know jokes for different seasons too. Like, wow. He's stocking up his Lent jokes. Pretty <laughs> yeah, soon, he's, you know? yeah, he's getting <laughs> what's, ready. What's all this purple? <laughs> what's all this purple for? He's ashes. Well, um, I gotta ask. Uh, you know, not only is he funny and a comedian, but he's. I'd also like to know how you came to Stead's because. You're one of our new residents. You came in August uh, to the door, and we said welcome. And we didn't know what we were getting. No. Well, I think we we, we got a lot. Yeah, we and won it, this one. it keeps giving. Yeah. <laughs> it's Amen. like that goose that keeps <laughs> dropping eggs. Goose. But they're funny eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us. Tell us everything. How did you come to Stead's and Notre Dame? Yeah, so I was at Villanova last year. Um Really wanted to go to Villanova. I know some kids will, like, go to one of, like, the Catholic schools with, like, a one-and-done mentality trying to transfer to Notre Dame. That was not me. Um, did not really enjoy it. I think a lot of that had to do with, like, COVID stuff because mm-hmm. I visited over break because it's so close to my house and I just wanted to, like, see my friends from last year. Uh, and they invited me down. So I went. I was like, it was actually a much better time than what I was used to. And... Um, I wasn't really enjoying first semester, so I applied for a transfer just, like, in case I needed it. And then second semester wasn't great either, and I got to Notre Dame over the summer. wasn't really sure what I was going to do. Uh, and then I met, like, a bunch of Notre Dame people at this, like, my friend's aunt's, like, fiancé's 4th of July party. Okay, can I see? I need a flow chart on that. I need yeah. a yeah. free here. I, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. wow. That's yeah. Notre Dame that's, community. Where, where does yeah. Kevin Bacon fit in? <laughs> I'm sure he's right. He's the friend's aunt's fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them was actually instead, but I forget his name. Oh. Uh, yeah. oh. Uh, I think it might have been Kevin. Uh, Bacon? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... I decided to take it, but I wasn't sure if I was going to get housing at first either. Uh, I was supposed to live off campus with five seniors from Not Hall. Oh, yeah. Uh, off campus. Ugh. That's <laughs> not funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not and Hall is no joke. I got steads and wasn't really sure what to do, but then I thought I felt like on campus was the Notre Dame experience versus off campus would have been very fun for like a year living with those guys, but then afterwards all my friends would have graduated. So I decided to stay on with steads. Word. Made I, the right uh, choice. Oh yeah, you yeah. made the right, the right choice. choice. You can live. You can live in a house with all your friends for the rest of your yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we will never have these this opportunity again. No. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's gold, baby. <laughs> you could you could take it to Fort Knox. I got now. Wait. Now you say you're from the Philly area, right? I'm from Jersey. Okay. Uh-huh. You're, okay. Well, from the but you're across from Philadelphia, right? Not. No. Not really. Oh, no. oh, okay. Because I wanted okay. to ask if you had heard about. <laughs> I wanted to know if he had any family members involved in that riot at the Golden Corral. That's right in what? Ben Salem. <laughs> That's <laughs> nearby, right? That's <laughs> nearby. I didn't know that even happened. Well, oh, it's, it's well, making national you'll know news. Soon enough. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just turn well, on the news. well, okay. I'll tell you more about it later. But I got to ask. Um, tell us, Aiden. How do you prepare a set? You know, I think that's what you call a comedian's lineup of jokes. You know, what's your muse? You know, what what well of funniness do you draw from to serve up the laughs that you do and bring smiles to faces? Um, basically, I just have, like, a super long list of things on my notes app on my phone where if, like, throughout the day I just think of something or be like, oh, like, that's kind of a funny thought or that's, like, an interesting concept, I'll just write it down. And then before, like, club meetings, I'll go and, like, pick through and be like, all right, I want to talk about this, this, and this. But it's not really something where I just, like, sit down and I'm like, all right, time to start writing. I can't really do that. It kind of will just, like, happen randomly, and then I'll try to expand on it later. Huh. Now, some I've, I've known some comedians would have, like, a little microphone, a recording device that, right by their nightstand because they would think of things even in a bed. I think yeah, that's- Seinfeld or Larry David would do that, and he would say things. Uh, and get jokes because he would remember him. And the number of it happens even for me because the great homilies that I have given, well, <laughs> in, in your sleep, in my sleep, <laughs> or in my thought, you know, 
constantly thinking about it, but then I wake up and I forget. I said, only if I had that microphone, you know, exactly. that tape device. I'd, yes. I'd, be, I'd be like John Christensen, you know, golden tongue. You know? No, that actually does happen to me a lot, though, where I'll just be laying in bed, like, thinking about my day, and then, like, you can ask Nate, who's my roommate, he'll just hear me, like, laugh, and then, like, sit up in bed, which is, like, must be really scary. Yeah, like, really again. scary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and I'll just sit up in bed and grab my phone, like, write it down, and then go back to sleep. Wow. Well, however he does it, the well from which he draws has not run dry yet. No. Uh, now, oftentimes artists are of a school where a lead artist teaches, or schools, others, uh, giving the basics before sending them off to be artists in their own right. Yes. Um, now, I got it. Is that so? Wait, wait, wait. Is that so, Nate? I think so, yes. Can you so. give an example? Like, what would have been an example of that? Mm, well, I mean, I'd look no further than right here, Father. You are the lead artist <laughs> in this residence hall. I am a student in your school. You well, know, you're teaching me under, to be a shepherd. So you're under my you're under my tutelage. I yes, see. Okay, exactly. I won't deny that. Soon I agree. Enough, okay, I agree. I'll leave here and I'll spread my wings. <laughs> okay. uh, Aiden, are you a devotee of any uh, comedic school? I can't say yeah to that. Um, I guess I'm in the stand up comedy club, and mm-hmm. that's a very fun club to be a part of. We meet once a week. We go over like jokes, things like that. Uh, it's mostly like it's an it's an hour long every time. It's like forty five minutes of nonsense, and then fifteen minutes of like, oh, the meeting's about to end. I actually have stuff I want to talk about, and okay. then people like rapid fire, like, all right, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Because uh, first forty five minutes are just like nonsense. Uh, yeah. I guess that would be my best answer for that, but no, okay. I, I would say I'm not professionally trained in uh, Excellent. any sense of the word. You know, for comedy, that might be the best way to do it. You know, wow. just bouncing ideas off each other, very natural. That's good. So he's like a he, he's like a journeyman. He just goes on wherever he goes, you know? Exactly. Wherever the, the comedic news leads mm-hmm. him, I don't even know what that, if they had a goddess or yeah, a god of comedy. Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe Dionysus with Dion- his, uh, I'm more of a you know, Bacchus guy. That's but, right. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Take, take your take your Greek or Roman and, and run with it. But uh, anyway, uh, tell us, Aiden, uh, what's it like uh, there on the stage? Tell us everything that you know they won't tell us. Uh, like it's like you know, what are they holding back? You know, you get up there and you see the lights and you see the faces looking at you. You know, it has to be nerve wracking. Still, yet I got to ask, do you have like an escape plan? to get out if you bomb or if there's like a heckler. Um, Aiden, before you respond, Father, I want to know, what do you do in that case? Do you have an escape plan? Uh, you know, if you bomb a homily? You <laughs> bomb if you will? <laughs> you know, uh, I, you know the, the Holy Spirit has prevented that in, in my uh, 17 years. Wow. Uh, but, you know, I know, I, know there's, I know there's been some good ones and some bad ones. <laughs> I think you just kind of smile and you kind of go on, you know. Fair enough. But uh, what do you do? What, tell us, what's it like getting up there? Um, so I've never really been too fearful of public speaking, which has been very helpful mm, when right. it comes to this. Yeah. Uh, like I was in speech and debate in high school. Um, but it's not really... The scary part is it's not like I'm a musician where I can just go up and perform the same five songs every time mm-hmm. and know like these hit every time. Play yeah. the hits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's every time it has to be different because I only have been performing at Legends. Um, mm. So if you have like people come in like for multiple shows, you're gonna be like, this guy only does the same thing every time. I don't want to come back. Um, so that's kind of scary because you don't know if it's good until you like hear a laugh if that makes sense uh and then you could also like be in the club meeting and everybody at the meeting thinks it's really funny and then you perform it and everybody's like eh, that was okay or it could also be the opposite like on my last show the last joke did not go over well at all at the club meeting nobody liked it and i was like four jokes in i only do about like five minutes every time because i don't like doing long sets but i'm about four jokes in i'm like all right i'm rolling i'm going for it uh, and it went really well. Like that was everybody said that was their favorite one when everybody else at the meeting said they didn't like it. Wow! Um, Trust your gut. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's very like that part of it is scary. And then also something that's kind of nice is I can really not see anybody in the audience because the light is right in my eyes. So I can kind of see the first row, <laughs> but I have to like I have to really try to see the first row. So I can be looking at the audience and just not 
see like a face. It just looks like darkness, hmm. Um, hmm. which is kind of very helpful for easing the nerves. But at the same time, you don't know if they're liking it until they laugh. Like you can't check like smiles or anything like that. Yeah, for all he knows, they could be crying. That's right. That, yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> I have no. Sure, I have no clue. Uh, Pirate, hold that thought because we have to take a break to get an uh, update on weather. Let's go for a weather report. Okay, and now we have Dr. James Yurkovich, uh, who's going to share the weather where he's at. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's uh, reporting here from beautiful downtown La Jolla, California. It's uh, kind of an alien landscape for those used to South Bend. There's not a cloud in sight, and it's, uh, you know, upper 50s, 60s, so kind of perfect weather. Um, Takes a little getting used to. Back to you guys. Wow. Some people have all the luck. Thanks, Dr. James. Okay, we're back. It's cold out there. (laughs) Uh, So so, so you you can't see the people, but... You know, you boy, you really got to be mindful of the energy of the crowd because every crowd has a dip, different vibe, a different energy. So, boy, you really got to play your audience, and it's not like a, a set thing, isn't it? Wow, I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. a lot. It's versatile. That, yeah, it, yeah, it's demanding. It's great. Yeah, and it's got to be fresh too because exactly. those jokes only have a certain shelf life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, what do you do though? Like, if you're bombing. You know, or yeah. you got a heckler. <laughs> Luckily, I haven't had to deal with either of those yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if I'm bombing, I guess I'll just, like, wrap it up kind of quick. Uh, or try to see it through, like, see if I can start turning them around. But if it doesn't look like that's happening, just kind of, like, do maybe one or two more and be like, all right, I'll see you guys later. So, yeah, um, those Knicks. Tip your waiters. Yeah. yeah. Heckler, I feel like that's a back and forth situation. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I probably go at him a little bit too. If I'm yeah, good. Good. he's an East Coaster. Good. I'm not That's just right. he's I'm a Jerseyite. Yeah, he's not gonna let that slide. Sit there. Not in his show. No, no way. Not, he's not gonna back down. But you know, Larry David had a funny way. Uh, the uh, the creator of Seinfeld, he had a very funny way of getting out of. He used to be a stand up and used to get out of his shows when he was bombing. And what happened was, is you know, he would give a joke and you know would go over like a lead balloon. And next thing you know, he said, hey, is it hot in here? And he would tell some more jokes, and, you know, they would flop or this or that. He's like, hey, it's hot in here. And you take a drink of water. You know, it's really hot in here. And finally, maybe after, you know, the fifth joke bombed or whatever, he said, it's just too hot in here. And then he would put down the mic and then walk away. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I'm going to try that in my next uh, law school exam. I can try, yeah. it's, it's pretty hot here. I think I just need to leave. Yeah, that's right. That's I'll right. come back later when it's... <laughs> I don't know if this is bad form, but could you share a joke or two with our listeners? Hey, can you can you do an impression of me? You knew I was going to ask you. <laughs> he, so, he knew it. Go. And he knew it. When he saw I you ask that question, I could see it in his eyes. Can you do an impression of me? I don't think I could. I'm so sorry. That's not funny. <laughs> That's not funny, kid. You're bombing. He's bombing. Oh, it's hot in here. It's hot in here. It's a little warm in here. It may be snowy outside. It's hot in here. Tip your waiters. Thank you. Good night. God bless Good night. Turn off the lights. <laughs> Can, can you can you give us a joke or two? Or can you do jokes on the spot? Or you don't you don't you don't do forced comedy. Yeah, you know, he's one of these. He's one of those respect comedians. Things. We're people too. We're used to jesters here in our court. You know, make us laugh. Dance. <laughs> could you could you do a joke? Uh, yes, we're serious. Uh, we're not a, moving on. We get one. Right. No more weather reports. <laughs> Okay, well, after that big letdown, yeah. let's go back out <laughs> in the field for another weather report. Okay, and now we're going to hear from another field reporter, none other than Brandon Ruggles. Brandon, tell us about the weather where you're at. Well, Father Ralph, if you like shoveling multiple times a day, this is the kind of day for you. Here in Chicago, we've got at least five inches on the ground. I'd say that's more than adequate at this point. It's supposed to get up past 12 inches by the time this is all said and done. I'm seeing polar bears walking around in the streets here, but you know what else I'm seeing? Cars. Because here in Chicago, we don't shut down when it snows. (laughs) (laughs) That was a shot not across the bow, but up the nose at Notre Dame here. Because we are enjoying a snow day, and everyone's fingers crossed that we're going to have another snow day tomorrow. 
Back in my day, 50 degrees, negative 50 degrees polar vortex. That's what it took to get a half day off. We were going both ways, barefoot uphill in the snow. <laughs> These kids, it's a little bit different nowadays, Father. Well, I hope, I hope there's, tell us some good news. Hopefully you got some good news for the weekend. Yeah, a little update. Former Stetsman Ben Fouch, who is now engaged, tricked a woman into uh, marrying him. We're going to be <laughs> celebrating that this weekend up in Lake Geneva. He's got a great opportunity to uh, enjoy the weather up there. There's no better spot to enjoy a little snow than Wisconsin. Well, you know, Wisconsin always says, come up to Wisconsin. You can get a taste of winter. That's right. That's their Many new... Many tastes of winter. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah I, I'll, I'll stay right where I'm at and get the taste that I got. <laughs> got a couple great JV professional sports teams up there, too. <laughs> and you know what? You know what else I like? I love the accent. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that report, Brandon. Absolutely. Back to you. All right. Well, thanks for listening. It's 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 cold out there. It sure is. You know, that hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. But I'm glad that uh, some people aren't enduring what we're enduring. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Oh, that's right. Do people really come with uh, with tomatoes prepared to toss up at you if you're stinking? Okay, I'm going to allow that one. I want to hear that. <laughs> it wasn't what I was thinking, but that's yeah. Um, a lot of my friends claim they do. Luckily, it has not come to that yet. But uh, I'll let you know if that changes. It's good to have that motivation, you know, kind of the wolf at the heels, you know, a little scared. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's good. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, I wanted to ask, today, legends at Notre Dame, but when are you taking your routine on the road to the comedy clubs of New York and L.A.? When do we go? I'll pack the bags. Yeah. Um, I'll uh, carry them, too. Honestly, that's something I've been thinking about trying over the summer. Uh because, as I said, I'm from Jersey, so I'm, like, pretty close to the city. I'm probably only around, like, 45 to an hour away. What exit? Uh, 26. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. But you just always should ask. My dad's from Delaware. He always said, ask the people from Jersey what exit. Huh. But go ahead, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Words to live by. And, yeah, so that's something I do plan on trying out this summer. There's actually a Notre Dame alumnus who is a stand-up comedian who... Also went to my high school, so I was able to get all his like contact info, and I was planning on texting him when I got home, asking him like if he had any recommendations on like places to start out and things like that. You don't say. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The wow. Notre Dame comedy lines run deep. That is wow. That's amazing. Well, I know that you were a smash with the hall. They went over. We did a little blog piece on you. They loved it, and uh, we're probably going to need to have you do. We're going to have to give you another platform. I for think this. so. You yeah. know because. You know what? Like the Bible says, you don't light a candle and put a bushel basket over it. <laughs> you know, you gotta, true, you gotta lift it up. Wise words. You know. So thank you so much for sharing your gift of laughter because yes. we need it. Yes, we do. Just as much as we need warmth on a cold day. But thank you so much for joining us in the red room, Aiden. Of course. Thank you. That's one funny kid. It sure is. Okay, Nate, and let's hear from our reporter Matt Coffey. Let's hear the weather where he's at. Hello, Father. We are in Arlington, Virginia, where the temperature is a balmy 48 degrees. We've got a slight south-southeast wind at about 10 to 12 miles per hour. Heading into the weekend, we can expect increased temperatures, maybe getting all the way up to 60. However, Saturday to Sunday, we have a 50 to 60 chance of precipitation. That's all. Back to all right. Don't you like that, Aiden? I'm in stitches, Father. I am, What too. a hoot. He really is. He's a great guy, yeah. I know. Gosh sakes. Funny, funny, funny man. Mm -hmm. He made my funny bone hurt. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, I was laughing so hard. I will. Uh, I think it's time for some good news and weather with Henry Bergstrom. Henry, welcome. Father Nate, good to see you guys again. Hey, hey. It's great to see you too, as always, Henry. (laughs) Yeah, so tell us, what is the good news? Well, Father, I'm hitting you with a curveball. We're going to start with the weather. Oh, Oh. and now for weather. (laughs) Talk of the campus. Huge snowstorm blew through this week. Uh, Yes. I hadn't noticed. It was winter storm. A warning. Landon. That's right. Oh, it had a name? It had a name. It was a weather channel. was trying to be relevant. I was too busy trying to get my car out of the ditch, so (laughs) I I, I, I didn't have time to see that one. But yeah, no, over a foot of snow fell, and uh, man, yeah, we're still feeling the effects. That's right. Sidewalks. Yeah, man. Sorry, Father, you said Landon? Landon, yes. So it's a boy storm. It's a boy oh, storm. Okay. Now, okay. earlier storm, there was Izzy, and my niece Isabella, whose nickname is Izzy, uh. was just 
happy. Is that a good thing or a bad <laughs> she thing? Thought, she liked it. Wow. She liked it because it dumped snow on all her cousins. Well, there we go. There we go. And she goes, That's compliments fun. of me. Well, yeah, courtesy of Izzy. You're yeah. welcome, everyone. Yeah. So, uh, so good news. Kids had a snow day. Yeah. Yep. So that is, yeah, leading into the good news, um, we had a day off. That's um, I, people, you know, were, went outside, did snow activities. I saw a lot of snow football on North Quad. Very fun. Uh, building mm-hmm. snowmen, mm-hmm. building snow forts, having snowball fights. You know, mm-hmm. I think everyone really took advantage of the day off. Did anyone go? Kids. Did anyone go tobogganing? I should I, hope so. I tried, but actually, because of the how the, how bad the roads were, all the places were closed. Around, oh, you couldn't even South get Bend. there. Wow. wow. So, so you I know, sh- it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good thing you know. I think there's that massive hill on North Quad. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I, I thought they would just go <laughs> up over over the side here. Just yeah. Go, yeah. Off no, the no, they're driving the on the roads. Yeah. Okay. It's not a flat. <laughs> did, you, at all. did you go any? Did you go wassling? I know you. Oh love yes, wassling. I love my wassling. Yeah. Any any excuse I can the, to go wassling. The the best thing I saw was somebody got some skis and was getting pulled behind a Jeep Wrangler. Well, I saw that. went down the road. That was very dangerous. And went (laughs) off a ramp of snow that they made. There's an ad for Jeep. Yeah, do, do not try this at home, folks. <laughs> yeah, folks there's a, there's a, a character for the uh, applicant for the Darwin Award. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, so definitely an eventful week here. Um, next p- bit of good news was uh, student body elections um, happened this week. Oh, who won? Vote early, uh, vote often. Yeah, uh, the the candidates that got the most votes won, Father. I, oh, but, but I don't oh. I don't know who that was. <laughs> Is that how that works? <laughs> but, wait, 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 what do you mean? You don't know who it was? Well, I, how can that be good news? They're running anonymously. Well, you know, I didn't really do much research this year, so I just abstained. Ah, mm. carrying over from your senatorial days, exactly when you were the right. hall senator, abstaining. Not just in voting, but also with your presence. Exactly. You know, it Smart. might be a slight protest, um, you know, against the importance of student government, mm. but we're not going to get into that right no, now. Right. So that's right. another, another a, podcast. Yeah, another a whole day. other episode. whole other yeah. episode. Maybe a different podcast. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Oh. Um, next bit of good news was it was Groundhog Day. Oh, um, that's this right. Week. Yeah. yeah it's, no, it's great. Yeah, Groundhog. Groundhog. That's right. That's right. Yeah. February second. So uh, I know this is the good news segment, but unfortunately, I have a bit of bad news about Groundhog Day. Well, wait, 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 wait. Before you give the bad news, yeah. Did he see his shadow or didn't he see his shadow? Well, that's kind of part of the problem. What do you mean? Uh, Punxsutawney Phil died the day before Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 he always wanted to go out. He took 355 days of paid time off and just <laughs> one day he needed to work, he decided to bail. Oh, my God. Well, he always seemed to live his life like a candle in the wind. That's you know? right. <laughs> so we have oh, no Phil. idea what's coming. But that could be, but that, but that could be good that could be bad he left his flying blind thanks phil well great father as an expert in the area uh, do groundhogs go to heaven do they have souls i I think he's uh in oblivion (laughs) still in go rest high on that mountain (laughs) so yeah no no news on on how long winter's well you can't make that up (laughs) he just checked out you know he's like well i i'm retiring Two weeks notice early. I'm over. Oh, man. Wow. Poor wow. Phil. <laughs> Poor us, though. So really. couldn't, they, couldn't they have just gotten a replacement? <laughs> you, think, think, you, you think people would know the difference? Like, yeah. we only see him once yes. and he's, hey, like, trying to get... That, that's yeah, not Phil. Right. Yeah. He's not getting spra- Not as scraggly as last year. <laughs> he really let himself go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, is there going to be a replacement to him? I, I'm assuming so, right? I don't know how long, like, the groundhog tradition has been around. I'm assuming this one that died isn't the first Punxsutawney Phil, Oh, it's an right? institution. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. let something like so this die. So I don't know, maybe they've, had the one, maybe they've had one in the waiting, you know? Yeah. maybe. Have, oh. do, they, do they get being trained? Yeah, exactly. You know, There's do, an academy. Yeah, an academy. Do, do they ever have, like, a Punxsutawney Phyllis? A Phyllis? Yeah, I think it's about time for a Punxsutawney Phyllis. Huh? I think so. It's about time. Maybe they should have like a pageant or something, you know, Ooh, to decide wow. this one. America's next top he- uh, groundhog. Oh, that's oh, right. Top groundhog. Nice. We'll wow. see. Mm. Right. Okay. Well, All stay right. tuned for Any that. more good news? Final piece of good news is that the Winter Olympics are coming up. They're about to start. So wow. Wow. Another chance for us to... Uh, Show our our dominance on the world on the world stage. That's and right. In a half pipe and yeah, yeah. I was say, do you have a do you have a Radical. favorite event? Uh, you know, I I like them all. I, I think uh, 
if I had to do something, I would probably say the skiing. I always loved mm-hmm. watching the ski. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's always fun seeing them go off these yes. curves and stuff. And, yeah, pretty wild. You know, I myself am a big curling fan. I was just gonna say the same thing. The St. Paul Curling Club is actually the institution that sends out the team to the Olympics oh, every year. So, no kidding. And, that, and that's a couple minutes from my house. Twin so. cities. Yeah, well, Great White North. the curling capital of North America. Yeah. Sure. Well, you know, the sports I really like are the ones that where America wins. Exactly. Exactly. That's, we, we have which a good is team, most right? of them, might you. Curling? Yeah. We have a good curling team. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They won gold um, last Olympics. We're strong. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And I think that Sean White's going is going this to compete for his yeah, last Olympics. One last is that right? One, one last half pipe, bro. Oh, that's one. Yeah, bro. America's hero. <laughs> wow. That's right. Captain America. Well, thank you. Thank you for that good news and weather with Henry Brookstrom. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Oh, it's that time again. Oh, I hate it, Father. I know. But you know what that means? It means we're just going to get amped up for another episode soon enough. That's right. So uh, this episode was fantastic. We had some great guests. um, And so we want to thank all of them. And big thanks to the listeners, as always. Thanks to you, Father. None of this would happen without you. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I, I, I want to say thank you to our listeners. Thank you for tuning in again. You can now find us not only on Spotify and SoundCloud, but now also on iTunes. They said we couldn't do it, but we did it anyway. Uh, why? We can. And we did it for you, our <laughs> listeners. And that's why we're going to do it again next week. We're going to find great stories because you know why? There's a whole lot more good stories to tell about St. Ed. So Amen. keep on tuning in. I'm Father Ralph with my co-host, Nate McKeon. And you've been in the Red Room.